Real-Time Voltimetric Anion Sensing and the Flow An article by Sophie Patrick, Jason Davies and others from University of Oxford Chemistry European Journal 2021 Abstract the development of real-time applicable ion sensors, in particular those capable of repeat use and long-term monitoring, remains a formidable challenge. Herein, we demonstrate in a proof-of-concept the real-time voltammetric sensing of anions and the continuous flow in a 3D-printed microfluidic system. Electroactive anion receptive halogen bonding XP and hydrogen bonding HP, ferrocene, isophthalamide, hydrotriazole films were employed as exemplary sensory interfaces. Upon exposure of anions, the cathodic perturbations of the ferrocene redox transducer are monitored by repeat square wave voltammetry SWV cycling and peak fitting of the voltograms by a custom within MATLAB script. This enables the facile and automated data processing of thousands of square wave scans and is associated with an over one order of magnitude improvement limits of detection. In addition, these improved analysis enables tuning of the measurement parameters such as height and resolution can be achieved. More generally, this new flow methodology is extendable to a variety of other analyses, including cations and presence, an important step towards translation of voltammetric ion sensors from laboratory to real-world applications. Introduction the real-time continuous sensing of ions is paramount in a wide variety of medical, environmental and technical scenarios, including long-term health and water monitoring, but remains underdeveloped. Owing on their scalability, ease of use, high sensitivity and low cost, electrochemical ion sensing methodologies are ideally suited to address these challenges. However, to date, the only electroanalytical ion sensing approach with any significant real-time impact are ion-selective electrodes. In order to widen this scope and to circumvent the drawbacks of ISA ion-selective electrodes, including thermodynamically limited sensitives and comparably slow response times, other electroanalytical ion sensing methodologies are highly sought after. Of these voltammetric ion sensors based on redox active synthetic supramolecular receptors are arguably the most prominent and are academically well established for the sensing of ions both in solution and at receptive interfaces. A notably advantage of these supramolecular redox sensors is an intimate binding transduction that is natively coupled to a redox modulation of ion binding strength. For example, the binding of anions can be significantly enhanced 
of an in situ electrochemical generation of an oxidized cationic receptor state, thereby enabling an ion binding and sensing a more polar, competitive solvents. The interfacial voltammetric sensing of ions has in particular garnered significant attention in recent years, carrying with it a number of advantages of a solution phase sensing, including enhanced response magnitudes, removed solubility limitations, practical real-world translation and sensor reuse. In spite of these advantages, the application of these sensor under real-life relevant conditions remains unrealized. In order to achieve this ultimate goal, two main challenges have to be addressed. The sensor needs to be able to operate continuously and provide a simple and calibrate ionic-specific response signal. The transient, non-equilibrium nature of voltammetry makes this a significant challenge. This is a rally of concern in academic studies where the mutual analysis of small data sets is not problematic but is highly relevant to practical translation. Herring, we address these challenges by reporting a novel methodology for continuous interfacial voltammetric ion sensing through square wave voltammetry, SWV and accompanying methods for analyzing the acquired datasets. This enables the continuous real-time ion sensing and the flow in a custom-made 3D printed microfluidic cell, as exemplified for the sensing of various anions it recently reported. Voltammetrically stable halogen bonding XP and hydrogen bonding HP ferrocene isothalamide hydrotriazole receptive interfaces. These findings present to the best of our knowledge the first example of continuous interfacial voltammetric ion sensing, paving the way for the translation of these systems towards practically applicable sensors. Results and discussion. The previously reported ferrocene isothalamide idotriazole SAM 1.XP SAM and 1.HP SAM have been shown to be potent anion sensors. These reproducible high density molecular films display significant anion binding induced cathodic negative voltammetric shifts of the ferrocene. Ferrocenium FCFC plus redox coupled upon exposure to its oxidions and halides in the competitive ACN H2O 99-1 solvent system as elucidated by square wave voltammetry upon sequential addition of anion aliquots to a static electrochemical cell. We noted that the acidification of the electrolyte with perchloric acid significantly alleviated the otherwise significant redox signal loss of the interface upon repeat voltammetric cycling. This well-known problem arises from reaction of ferrisium FC+ with advantageous nucleophiles 
or electrolyte anions and can be significantly impeded by adding small amounts of an aqueous electrolyte of low pH to protonate the basic neutrophiles and thus scavenge them. As shown in Figure 2a, acidification has a profound effect on the redox stability, while signal loss in the absence of acid was much larger. This high voltammetric stability enables sensor reuse with high signal integrity as shown in Figure B2. Importantly, this is possible with minimal detriment to anion sensing and is purely a specific means to circumvent the aforementioned stability issues of this specific interface. While the response to anions of low basicity is not significantly affected by acidification, more basic anions such as dihydrogen phosphate are protonated such that the voltammetric response is somewhat delayed but otherwise remains uncharged. A further note is that acidification only modulates the degree of anion protonation in solution and does not otherwise directly influence the response behavior of the films. Under these conditions, we found that the binding response isotherms are well described by the empirical Langmuir-Freundlich model, from which the parent anion binding constant KAPP can be obtained. To summarize thus far, we have demonstrated the capability of the redox active molecular films 1XP to HPSM to reversibly recruit and respond to anions with high levels of signal stability in a standard electrochemical setup. In the following, we demonstrate in a proof of principle the application of the sensor interfaces for real time continuous flow anion sensing. Real time continuous flow anion sensing. To this end, a custom 3D printed electrochemical flow cell with an internal chamber of 100 microliter was designed, through which the electrolyte is continuously pumped with the help of a syringe pump. This flow cell was tolerant to a large range of flow rates and displayed a stable flow rate independent voltammetric response with the help of a sample injection valve system. Aliquots of analyte solution of defined volume were injected into the flow cell. In analogy to standard static conditions, anion sensing experiments were carried out by repeat SWV cycling, presenting both a comparably fast and straightforward way of probing the voltammetric properties of the sensor. Specifically, the sensor half-wave potential and its cathodic shift of an anion binding can be readily obtained as the peak potential from the SW voltammograms. As expected, control injections of an uncoordinating anion did not induce significant voltammetric responses while hydrogen sulfate ions induced notably cathodic response spikes. 
advantageously as fresh electrolyte is continually flushed through the system the injection of the analyte sample is immediately followed by a washing step with fresh electrolyte such that the original potential baseline is re-established. The continuous SWV experiments were conducted with the optimized parameters of a step potential of 5 mV, an amplitude of 20 mV and a frequency of 50 Hz of a potential range of 550 mV. This window was chosen as it encompasses the original E half circa 0.2 volt as well as cathodic perturbations of the FC FC plus couple by up to minus 200 millivolt. These parameters afforded a high temporal resolution of T scan circa 3.7 seconds. As a result of the high voltammetric stability of the sensor interfaces, real-time sensing over multiple hours is possible. Repeat injections of 20 millimolar hydrogen sulfate induced highly consistent response spikes with an average response magnitude of minus 82.4 plus minus 0.6 millivolt. Although voltammetric degradation is inevitably observed, over such a long time experiment, this has no impact on either the E-half baseline or its responsiveness to an ion recruitment, further highlighting the general utility of these interfaces as potential long-term sensors. Data Analysis The accurate determination of the half-wave potential E-half of the sensor interface is imperative to its sensing performance accuracy. However, this parameter must be obtained by analysis of the voltagomograms and is not directly available from the raw data. For example, the voltammetric measurements do not afford a direct sensor readout. For standard static sensing experiments, this analysis can easily be carried out manually. However, this is not feasible for continuous sensing applications in which a very high number of voltagrams are obtained. For example, in a typical continuous flow sensing experiment carried out herein, more than 500 SWVs are recorded over 30 minutes. We therefore developed MATLAB scripts to automate the analysis of raw voltagrams. According to two different approaches, a simple data extraction as well as a more advanced peak fitting method. Peak Peak Method The Peak Peak Method estimates E half as the potential which corresponds to the peak maximum of the recorded SWV while straightforward and easy to implement the potential resolution of this method is narratively restricted to the magnitude of the step potential. This is associated with large errors in the determination of E half and is predictably associated with a poor analytical performance and high limits of detection. Additionally, this method is also more sensitive to noise which can induce further deviations from the true E-half. Nevertheless, the peak-peak method serves 
as a useful starting point for more accurate data analysis through data fitting as described in the following. As in fit method, to address the aforementioned limitations of the peak pickup approach, an improved method was devised whereby all SWV traces were fitted to an appropriate peak model from which a more accurate E half can be determined. An asymmetric double sigmoidal model was selected as it provided excellent empirical fits to the data. Fitting of all voltograms to this model was carried out with a custom MATLAB script according to the following steps. Initial estimate of E half was obtained by the peak pick method. Subsequently, all data points plus minus 50 millivolt around this estimate value were isolated. E half was then extracted as the peak potential from this fitted continuous peak fit. This asymfit method enables accurate determination of E half even when E half falls in between two experimentally measured data points and thus affords sensograms with significantly higher potential resolution. It is important to know that this methodology can be readily adapted to fit voltammetric data to any desired function such as Gaussian or EP initial derived voltammetric models from which electrochemically relevant parameters such as the full width at half maximum FWHM can be obtained. Similarly, simple models can be employed to utilize less complex functions with less computational demand, allowing the user to tailor this methodology to the specific requirements. Sensing of other anions and analytical performance of the flow sensors. In order to demonstrate the general utility of these interfaces, we carried out a series of continuous flow voltammetric anion sensing studies of both 1XP to HPSM using the optimized experimental parameters and the ASIM-FIT data analysis method. Both interfaces responded sensitively to increasing concentrations of oxions, hydrogen sulfate, dihydrogen phosphate and chloride with response magnitudes that are nearly identical to those obtained under standard static conditions. For example, on the flow, the cathodic shift of 1XPSM in the presence of 50 millimolar hydrogen sulfate was minus 100 plus minus 1 millivolt, which was found to be not only high reproducible were also identical to the response magnitudes under static conditions. Similarly, the flow response isotherms, as well as the sensitivity and LODs of the sensors were in good agreement with those obtained under static conditions. Again, confirming the good analytical performance of the sensor interfaces and the flow. For example, one HPSM displayed similar apparent binding contrast, K-app of 75.3 plus minus 4.1 plus 
versus 67.9 plus minus 3.0 molar in response to hydrogen sulfate and the static and continuous flow conditions respectively. It is important to note the analysis by the sample peak pick algorithm affords LODs that are significantly worse than those obtained from the SMFIT method. For example, even with the smaller, more accurate E-step equal 2 millivolt, the peak pick analysis affords a high LOD of 825 plus minus 138 micromolar for flow sensing of hydrogen sulfate with 1xp-sam, 15-fold worse than that of the SMFIT method. This can be attributed to a significantly poorer signal-to-noise ratio obtained from the peak-peak methodology as its potential resolution is inherently limited to E-step. Consequently, an improvement in LOD via peak-peak is only possible by significantly decreasing E-step, which is, however, associated with a significant loss in temporal resolution. In contrast, the asymfit analysis is not sensitive to the value of E-step. The LOD for E-step equal 5 millivolt is with 59.8 plus minus 5.5 micromolar identical to that for E-step equal 2 millivolt. These findings validate the choice of E-step equal 5 millivolt as the chosen experimental parameter and silently illustrates the value of the SMFIT method, not only enabling sensing with a magnitude of both 1xpsm and 1hpsm towards chloride was significantly lower than under static conditions, attributable to insufficient exposure time of this analyte to the interface. Increasing the sample injection volume to 1 ml was sufficient to read the static equilibrium response. Conclusion In summary, we herein present the first proof-of-principle example of real-time continuous flow ion sensing of electroactive receptive molecular films as representatively illustrated by the sensing of bisulfate, the hydrogen phosphate and chloride at electron-active halogen bonding and hydrogen bonding ferrocenyl anion receptive SAM. This was achieved by repeat SWV cycling of the sensor and an automated analysis of the obtained voltamograms with a peak-fitting algorithm. The state analysis methodology enabled facile signal generation and monitoring of anion levels and the flow over multiple hours with an analytical performance that's similar or better than under standard static conditions. In addition, it is also associated with an over one order of magnitude improvement of the sensor's LODs in comparison to simpler peak picking data extraction. 
The novel SWV approach supports sensing with high temper resolution and may further enable more fundamental studies, such as the determination of interfacial iron binding kinetics. Importantly, this voltammetric flow methodology is applicable to sensing of any anionic analyte that can reversibly induce a voltammetric response of an electroactive interface and present an important step in the translation of such sensors from laboratory to real-life applications. Thank you for listening.